And we're all dancing. All right. Hello and welcome to Three Big Things, a Cineboys, but not the Cineboys podcast, part of the Cork Bats Podcast Network. I'm Kenny from Cork Bats, head boy of the Cineboys, and Three Big Things is a podcast where I sit down with a guest or guests for an in-depth discussion on specific movies and TV shows. So why is it called Three Big Things? Well, that's simple. We're going to give you three big things, sometimes more, that we think make this movie or TV special or not so special. Uh, and, uh, Hey, just heads up warning. This is not a spoiler free podcast. So mm-hmm. if you're, you're looking to avoid spoilers on this movie, <clears throat> we recommend you stop watching now and go watch the killer on Netflix. Um, although I will say this, not a lot to spoil <laughs> pretty much in the title. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty self-explanatory. You, you, you know, you see the trailer and you pretty much get it. Um, so yeah. So if you haven't guessed by now, this week we're discussing the killer, and I will be joined by two other Cineboys today, starting with uh Mob. Bob, how are you? Wait, hold on, wait. KC Mob. KC Mob, how are you? Howdy. Good to see you. <laughs> you know, I, <clears throat> uh, contrary to popular belief, I do watch movies and I have seen this one. I think there's gonna be some uh shots fired on this podcast, and we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, and I'm also joined by our, our good friend, Kevin. Kevin, how are you? Meh. Meh. Good. I'm That's all I got. Glad good to see you guys. I have this new camera set up. Podcast. Yeah, I have this, this new camera set up, and it looks like I'm looking right directly into the camera. Do you have and the one that, like, comes down that you can, the eye, eye level one? I've been getting ads for that one a lot lately. It no, like hangs have... down into your screen, so it looks like you're staring people directly in the eyeballs. So this is just um, the camera on my MacBook, and it is uh, a lot better than my other camera that I bought for like $150 two years ago. <laughs> and um, this, I'm just going to be looking at you the whole That's time. Technology. So I apologize, but the picture quality is much better, I must say um so again yes we are going to discuss the killer this week so the killer if you've been living under a rock just recently came out on netflix was in theaters for a few weeks before that it is directed by the great david fincher who i would probably venture to guess all three of us would say david fincher is probably one of our favorite directors yeah no doubt no doubt doubt. yeah no doubt i can't name that many directors period so if i can name you you're probably a a person i enjoy yeah yeah so it is based Oh, go ahead. When, 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 like five of his movies, four or five of his movies would be in like my top fifty. I think I know who he is. Yeah, I mean that's fair. If he didn't do anything else and just had Zodiac, I he'd be one of my favorites. Yeah, Zodiac's so good. Might be. Fight Club was okay. That's my controversial opinion. Wow, that is a hot take. Um, Social Network's my favorite. Uh, if we're just gonna throw out our favorite David Fincher movies real quick. Let's uh, Social let's Network is. Social- it's definitely the best. It's yeah, not my favorite, yeah. but it's definitely it's the best. Um, Let's do a quick social clip where we all shit on the social network and then send it to some fruit boys. One, two, three. Social yeah. network, uh, I don't yeah. know, kind yeah. of whatever. Pretentious as fuck. Dialogue was meh. I don't know. Yeah. Who wrote uh, that movie? He's yeah. a shitty writer. Crazy. Uh, I know who all wrote right, it. Cut. Timberlake? Timberlake wrote really? it. Really? Yeah. Um, so yes, the, movie. the killer is David Fincher's newest release is based on the killer, uh, a, I believe it's a graphic novel, if I'm not mistaken, or a short story, um, by French Alexis graphic King. novel, Kenny. Yes, that's it. Got it. Nailed it. Um, and of course it stars Michael Fassbender, Arliss Howard, Check. Charles Parnell, Parnell, excuse me, and Tilda Swinton. 
Um, yeah, it's um, it's a good movie. I'll just go ahead and I'll say that before we get started. It's it's good. I enjoyed it. And contrary to some takes that are going around on the internet, um, you know, I, I gave it four Swedish fish, which equates to four stars on corkbats.com. So, you know, you can read our full review there. Um, but yeah, so we'll we'll just go ahead and dive in. So, like I said, it's three big things. We're each gonna give our one big thing that we took away from the movie. Um, and let's go ahead and start with Kevin. Kevin, what is your big well, thing on the here's cover? the thing about my big thing? We should let Mob go first because oh, his okay. big thing was my big thing. And you got but I want him to have thing. it. And so I'll formulate as we're going. I have another, but his is better. Let's have Mob go. Okay. Mob ours is kind of the same. Is sure. the same. Sure. Okay. Mob, what is your big thing on the killer? My big thing on the killer is Netflix is hurting for money because mm -hmm. the whole movie was product placement to like the max. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Go and like, watch it. You got yeah. McDonald's, Starbucks, uh, United, Air France, FedEx, uh, this weird integrated Amazon Prime. The Amazon one is what stopped me like, in my tracks. That's what really made me pause the movie and think. And that's just I, the tip of the on? iceberg. Like, I know yeah. Fincher does product placement. Like, you know, you see Starbucks and you think of Fight Club, like things like that. I get it. But for me, it was just like every scene, I was almost like, whoa, 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 that's a Dell computer. Oh, that's an Asus. Oh, look, it's Mac. Like it was just everywhere. The Amazon one's what really got me because the others were passable. Like they just mentioned McDonald's or they mentioned Starbucks. He's holding a Starbucks cup, whatever. But the Amazon one, they had the screen in like showing him ordering the fob thing. And I don't know, that one. He went to an Asus. Yeah, There's old English. And we were talking pre-show how Netflix is starting to pop up as podcast sponsors, which I love sponsors and podcasts, but usually podcast sponsors aren't billion dollar companies. They're usually like, Hey, here's a nice quarter zip for your man. Or, Hey, do you need to shave your nether regions? Or it, it's so on and so on. It's not Netflix. And I don't know. I think yeah. I've lost a lot of subscribers. I recently. wonder if Netflix would be willing to, um, you know, maybe sponsor our podcast if they wanted to hey I'd be, I'd be fine with it i'm open um if they wanted to pay the cineboys podcast at gmail.com yes that is an email address that does exist we and it is monitored believe it or not really so, is it uh, <laughs> i forgot about it until you just mentioned it so i i'm not the one monitoring it it's active that. and it's monitored Okay, so if you would like to email us, the Cineboys Podcast at gmail.com. Um, well, yeah, I mean, as far as like product placement goes, I'll be honest. I, I maybe I'm just uh, just uh, yeah. super Number deep into capitalist. Late, yeah, You're super deep into late stage weird. capitalism. But <laughs> yeah. I really didn't notice it except for McDonald's. That that was really the only one. But it didn't. There's really, like, a weird throwaway line about like, and this is where you can get your. No, I mean he he ate like. He, I think he bought a McMuffin and threw away the. He did the Michael Scott part, yeah, and he did ate, the Michael Scott uh, ate the meat, got rid of the carbs, and yeah, and egg. Like he, he eats McDonald's. It has the bag there. Like I bet if you went back and rewatched it, it's it would be like a glass shattering thing where you'd be like, oh well, wow. And he, I know it was part of like setting up what they were going on, uh, setting up in the like blending into the normal stuff. But it was like, and they listed how many daily serve customers McDonald's had and how many chains they had in france and i was like what what is this they, I, I don't know 
it's funny. It's in a lot of movies, but for some reason, was just caught off guard by this one. I just yeah, think I mean, it's because there were so many and like there were so many conflicting products, you know, like competitors, which makes me think that Fincher was just like, I don't care. I'm just doing it. Putting it I in need there. money to make this movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not like Netflix is. Well, maybe they are hurting for money, you know? How much I don't money know. do you think that movie cost to make? Uh, $70 million? It wasn't like super complex. It couldn't have been. Yeah, it couldn't have been. There wasn't a lot going on. That's why I was yeah. thinking. 175 Okay, I was wrong. Well, you know, you know, most expensive movie ever. That, well, is, you know, that is actually shocking to me. Hey, like, hey, guys, in, inflation, inflation. We've seen crazy inflation the last few years. That's a good point. Um, yeah, I would feel yeah, like a movie man. like Mank would be his highest, like biggest budget film to make. But still, never saw Mank. Or maybe like Benjamin Button. Yeah, I, you would yeah. think Benjamin yeah. Button. Yeah. Benjamin yeah. Button would make stuff. sense. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Well, you learn something new every day. Um, so, yeah, I mean, hopefully if you listen to this first and then watch the movie, which we don't recommend, uh, hopefully you don't get distracted by the product placement. Um, but it's there. And maybe that's just my pea brain. But yeah. it it was it, it was my it, was, brain it was shocking to me. Like I, I was like, I couldn't stop noticing all the different brands and not just like, you know, like it was like their names showing up on the screen. Yeah. Ah, uh, well, I, I chuckled at the, um, like $14 Amazon product that could copy a super secret safe billionaire apartment. Yeah. Door. That, that makes like me feel, that makes me feel very unsafe because my building has that system. <laughs> All fobs. Yeah. yeah. And so the fact that somebody could just order something off Amazon and then make a copy of a fob to get in. How many people are going to try that now? I'm sure people already know who, the people who want to do it already knew how to do it. I mean, I'm probably going to, I'm probably going to try and break into your house now. That's a cool. point. Be good to see you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, mom, thank you so much. Really appreciate you. I'm glad you're here and let's move on. I hope Kevin has thought of a big thing to I, bring to the table. I do. Okay. Um, so Kevin, what is your big thing on the killer? This is a, this is a small one. Just a quick note. Um, this is Fastbender's best movie since Steve jobs. I think. It's been yeah. like a decade. Oh, Fastbender. I was like, not, was like not Fincher. No, okay. Fastbender. He has a string of really bad movies in the last oh, 10 yeah. years. Yeah. Um, I think it's actually like, I think it is because he he was an X-Men, which was terrible. The Snowman, terrible. Assassin's Creed, holy cow. X-Men again. I mean, I think it's anyway. He, yeah. he needed this to be decent and it was. Yeah, not um, a not a great string of, of movies probably the past eight years for Michael Fassbender up till now. No, I'd say the last Steve Jobs was the last really good one. He did Slow West, which I really liked. Of course, there was Twelve Years a Slave. Um, now we're just listing things, which is good podcasting. Yeah. Um, but that's just my note. My actual big thing about this movie is, for some reason, more than other like, I'm going to avenge one person and kill everybody movies. This one really stuck out that like the killer being mad about people killing was really funny to me. Like, <laughs> I don't know why, like he was mad that because he killed a person, the wrong person that other killers came and tried to kill him. And so he was going to kill all the people, the other killers. Like, I don't know that just, it made me, it made me chuckle on the inside pretty much just like, and that's not a new thing, but for some reason, 
his sense of like I'm gonna kill everybody seemed much like less um deserved. Like he shouldn't be able to feel that, unlike other movies like John Wick or uh, how dare you? How, how dare, dare you bring in John <laughs> Wick to a killer conversation? If we want to segue, how and dare you? John Wick takes they want to get off their chest. I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Okay, I'm, I'm saving it. I'm just saying, but, how dare you? I just thought where this was really do you funny. get like, off. A lot of times they have like a shred of like a leg to stand on. I feel like he had no legs to stand on for being mad about anything here. Yeah, which he knew, is a funny he knew thing the funny thing about job. assassins, but like. I don't know. You, you're a killer, and you you're bragging about being a bat in a thousand, and then you just straight up shot a hooker instead. Yeah, it's like go. it's a movie about him. Essentially, the movie is starts with him like describing how he, you know, the the process of what it's like to be an assassin. Essentially, basically, and then it's he really just, boring. And then he just screws up, and then the whole movie is him like you know screwing up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> he goes home. Oh, yeah. the thinking of that first scene where he's in that abandoned building, the we work one shocked me as well. I don't oh, yeah. That was the There's very another. first one. And it was like, what? <laughs> we, what? We work? Huh? Yeah. I don't know. I'll clearly, I'm not over it, but yeah, it obviously got the impression on you. Both of you. Yeah. Um, well, but yeah, like in John wick, he has like, I feel like he wasn't doing anything to anybody. He had reason going to rampage. Uh, That's what's fair. the Denzel the equalizer? Like he has like a reason he's protecting somebody this one just like you shot the wrong guy and now they're trying to shoot you i don't know i i don't know if i'm poking holes yeah i don't i don't know if I'm it's necessarily holes. that they were going after him i think they were scrubbing the i think it's whatever. that they went after his partner girlfriend wife whatever it she was, was but it was supposed to be him it wasn't even supposed to be her right so, but like you could just have i understand her alone. it you know also he's clearly a psychopath that has no emotions and yet For he's sure. got deep feelings about this woman. I don't know. That didn't make sense to me either. Hey, man, he leaves work at work. You know? right. <laughs> yeah, he really does. Yeah, he does. Like, <laughs> uh, good for him. Good That's for all him. he's doing. Uh, well, yeah, Kevin, good take. Good big thing. There was a line about him, like, being mad at somebody about having to bring work home. Yeah. Somewhere in there. He's just like us, you know? Yeah. Just working a nine to five. Yeah, exactly. People. Exactly. Also, well, why do you have to kill that taxi cab driver? That was crazy. Oh, he had, to, he had no witnesses, bro. Right. I guess that was that just seemed like. So oh. the, the inner monologue thing kind of bothered me for because it was very like, heavy inner monologue. Yeah, with it was all inner monologue. voiceover and like the first, what I don't know, 15 minutes of the movie being just his voiceover with the scene, like things going on in the background. I didn't love it. But it was kind of cool in that instance where he was like going through the rules and like having that. I did enjoy that part of it. No yeah. empathy. Bang. Yeah. Guy's dead. Yeah. Stick to the plan. Because like because it was cool because in, you know, later on with the secretary, he's going through it and you can kind of tell he's like, well, do I show empathy here? Nope. Push down the stairs. Yeah. <sighs> so to, for me, it worked in those instances. But like the first 15 minutes, I was just kind of like. I think that was the meanest death of all of them. The most brutal one because she knew she was going to die for so long. Yeah. Right. Probably hours. Yeah. Like the three nails to the chest, pretty badass way to kill somebody. Also a really painful way to die, but it was over in a, like a minute. She was really dragged out. Yeah. Feel for that lady. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. 
Kevin, thank you for your big thing. Appreciate that. So I'll, I'll round it out. And yeah. it's it's already been talked about, but I feel like my big thing, if you've read our review on corkbats.com or if you've seen the Instagram video, Instagram reel that we put out, um, I kind of went through some things about the movie. And one of the big things that I had mentioned was that it is John Wick, David Fincher style. Um, so I need to clarify this real quick. I don't mean in any way to necessarily say that this movie's like John Wick, although there are some clear instances in the movie that feel like, oh, that's kind of like a John Wick thing. Not necessarily the stylized violence or anything like that. They are two completely different movies. Let me be very clear. What I was trying to say was that if David Fincher were to make John Wick, this is what John Wick would be. Is a David Fincher version of, you know, an assassin out for revenge. Um, and dialogue you know, heavy, not as much violence. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. It's not an action movie. Well, technically, yeah. but there's not like not, chase scenes. It's not, like, it's not an action movie. It's, it's not, not really, really an action, an action movie. movie. No, there's, there's, there's violence and blood and stuff. And but very like, short. There's the most action action packed part was when he went to kill the Florida goon. Yeah. And that's a great scene. It's a yeah, great yeah. fight scene. It's not a John wick fight scene by any means. It's, no. Yeah. And, we're 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 getting at the fact that uh billy rock of the apple boys called kenny out for comparing these two movies and in the <laughs> podcast he he made the point to say not not every movie that has a stylized fight film is john wick no no duh duh no one's saying that that's what we're saying like i mean we're but, we're essentially making the opposite point but here's the thing when watching the movie with my wife he goes in to the hospital where his girlfriend partner whatever is all cut up and my wife goes oh there's there's his puppy and yeah. then and then not five ten minutes later he's seen digging up an arsenal of guns yes that's exactly the moment yeah, in the that, movie as i was watching it part i was like oh and, this is like if david fincher made john wick and that that's, happened well before any stylized any, fight scene yeah there's there's no fight scene up to that point there's right really only one fight scene in the whole movie and it's nothing like john wick so no. like i i i i just am you know with billy if you're listening to this i just want you to know like i feel like you are coming undone you are unhinged you're off your <laughs> rocker there is no reason for you to get as upset as you did because it's simply like just it. saying Hey, I mean, I'm all for the beef, you know, beef makes for great content, but when he, when he point. says that we don't watch movies, he's not totally wrong. Let's be no, honest. He's definitely that. not wrong. Like, <laughs> he made, watch a lot of movies. To be fair, he made some really good points no. about <laughs> us in general, but I no do watch movies, movies, just not at the rate that most people who are on movie podcasts watch movies. Okay. I, I think that's fair. I think that's absolutely right. fair. So I, Billy, I, will say I was glad that he didn't kill the dog. I was afraid oh, he was going to shoot him for a minute. I was very happy about the situation with the dog as yeah. well. I remember sitting like in there the was theater. a scene where the dog was passed out of sleep and he paused and looked at her. And I was like, don't do it. Don't, don't, please no, don't, don't do it. Let the dog, then, dog didn't do anything. I hope, I hope the dog survived that massive fire that he lit. Oh, the dog for sure. The dog was outside. 
Understood. Yeah, but it was a caged area. Like, I don't know. It's fine. The dog was absolutely hey, fine. I think I, that was the only, like, life I was actually worried about in the entire movie was that dog. I think uh, that's yeah. the magic of this part of the movie Humans, is we whatever. get to decide that the dog lives. The dog lives? Yeah. I know the dog lived. I know for a fact. I was very sad for the dog. I was like, oh, its owner's dead. Like, that's a real bummer. Yeah, but he kind of sucked. Yeah. But to a dog, that's true. 90, 99% of but owners here's... through a dog's eyes are like, the best i i understand that but like also you know that dog is probably going to bite a child and it's not the dog's fault it's the owner's fault yeah, yeah that's, that's true right that you know like a protective dog it's it's one of those types of dogs where it's like you're gonna be an aggressive dog who's gonna bite the wrong person and it's not your fault it's your owner's fault mm-hmm. yeah absolutely and that's talking pets um so <laughs> that's talking pets so yeah for to billy if you're listening um, you know, look, it's not a crazy take and I'm not the only one who had the take. In fact, I'm not the only one on this podcast or on Twitter who had that take. <laughs> it was actually I, a pretty common, uh, I think take three of Twitter. the four of us came to that take like kind of organically. Yeah. Right. At I think two. a lot of people probably do come to that take organically. And it's not to say that, you know, David Fincher was trying to make John Wick. That's not a, what I was saying. I was saying that if David Fincher did make John Wick, this is what John Wick would be. This is as close as it would get. And I, I like bet. it. And I'll, I'll go ahead. I'll, I'll just say it. And this might even be unpopular. I like it better than the John Wick films. Whoa. Not me. There it is. No, not me either. I, I'll say I'll say this much. I'll say this much. I'm a simple. I'm a <clears throat> cotton-headed mini muggins. If if Todd Phillips had made the killer, I bet people would be saying, "Oh man, he ripped off John Wick." Nobody's saying David Fincher <laughs> ripped off John Wick. Right? No, I'm that's. Kidding. I think that's. I think that's, that's my disconnect. that's that's my Joker joke. Let's start a rumor. Nice. Let's start a rumor. Did Fincher rip off John Wick? Did Fincher? People rip are off saying John Wick? that. I think people are asking. No, I don't want to put that on David Fincher. I like David Fincher. Yeah, David Fincher's the man. But I, I also thought watch. this was just like a middling David Fincher movie. I would say as well, yeah. it wasn't Which, my favorite David Fincher movie. Even though I still movie. scored it four out of five stars on my personal letterbox, butt soup, look me up. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's I, middle of the pack. I think it's fair. I haven't been on Letterboxd really in a while. I letterboxed this movie too. I need to letterbox. I letterbox things because... People ask me what movie I've seen recently, and I literally can't tell them. I'm like, I don't know. I have to look at this. I just and get back to you. My appreciation for the moment of when Tilda Swinson was compared mm-hmm. to a Q-tip is so high, <laughs> so high, solid. Like that was to me my favorite part of the movie. That just was a good because scene. it was so funny. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of funny parts in the movie too. I think it's what kind of sets it apart. Like it is very Weirdly dark, funny. But yeah. there are a lot of like, I mean, I saw it in the theater, so there were several scenes in the movie where the theater was laughing. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, there's a lot of levity in the film, you know, if that's what you're into. If you just need some levity in some dark moments, I recommend The Killer. So that being said, those are our three big things. So let's just go through real quick, and I'm just going to ask a simple question. I'll start with Mob. Mob, would you recommend this movie? I mean, yeah, yeah, sure. Like, I, I just like. I don't know. I I think I think there's this like discourse between it where it's like people are like, why don't people love this movie? And other people are like, why do people love this movie? And I'm just like in the middle of that mm-hmm. discourse. Like I just it was 
it was good. It's it's worth a watch. I don't. I. It's just like I. I have such a high standard for Fincher movies because yeah. he's made, like I said, probably five of his are in my top fifty, and so yeah. like I have that standard. This isn't going to be in that, but it's not Mank, so we're all winners. It's yeah. a good streaming watch. I think so we're all winners. Yeah, true. Um. Yeah. Well. Cool. Ma. So yes. Yes. Mob recommends, and then Kevin, would you recommend this movie? Yeah, same same caveats as Mob. I'd recommend this movie with, uh, I w- I'd recommend it as a Netflix movie, which is kind of like, you know, Netflix movies not always the best, but for a for a Finchner on Netflix, I'll take it. Finchner on Netflix, baby, all day. Um, and yeah, I think I'm just gonna echo the, both of those sentiments. I uh, I agree. I think it is a good movie. I think it's worth a watch. I do think that you know it's. You know, I did see it in the theater and I did like seeing it in a theater. But in all honesty, I don't think it's a movie that you need to see in a theater. I think it stands on its own for what it is by streaming on Netflix at home. So, you know, it's an easy recommendation in that regard to say, like, yeah, like you can just pop it on Netflix and watch it. I think it's a good movie. I I would say that it might crack my top 10 of 2023. Uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure on that yet. Um, still a lot of movies to come out yet, uh, including the iron claw, which I feel like is going to be my favorite movie of 2023. I read something about the iron claw that said it's this year's Manchester by the sea. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) That's personally devastating to me, (laughs) which if you know anything, probably just made me not want to, I'm probably not going to watch it now. Well, okay. So if you know anything about (laughs) the Eric family, uh, the family, right. wrestling family. <laughs> it kind of um, makes sense that it would be you that know, way. yeah, that 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 tracks. So, uh, but this isn't about the Iron Claw. <laughs> this is about the killer. Uh, yes, I would recommend it. Highly recommend it. Um, it's one thing for you at home. Yeah, yeah, and one thing that we didn't bring up, but you did bring up in your uh, three big things that needs to be stated again: the score. Oh, the score. Yeah, just you know, I'll just make our fourth big thing. Right. It's it's amazing. Yeah, like so good. Like they do in all Pincher movies, like just kill it, and I love it. A lot of a lot of really unsettling sounds that really set the tension, and yeah, great. Their process for how they make or score a film or TV show is fascinating. I don't know if you've ever seen. There was a, uh, a special feature on the Social Network Blu-ray back in the day. Uh, <laughs> Didn't catch that one. Go that, ahead, tell us. Uh, tell us about had it. a had a whole feature on them making the score for the Social Network, which to this day is probably one of my favorite film scores ever. Um, it in the way they do it is just like, hey, that's a weird sound. Let's make something. <laughs> yeah, pretty that, much. Essentially. So yes, the the score for this movie is really really good. I would say, and like I said in my review, like it's not necessarily anything groundbreaking for them. It's their typical stuff um you know but it is still very good and it just it's it fits the vibe of the film very well so yeah, shout out this, to Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross this was a really weird thought that I had in the beginning chapter where he's in the in the abandoned we work looking out across the French hotel or whatever that is did you guys ever see addicted to love with Matthew Broderick it was a 90s movie I don't think so okay then this is but uh it's basically he lives in like an abandoned apartment across the street from his girlfriend in Paris. And he just spies on her cause she's got a new boyfriend. And I was like, why this is this, why do I think this is the same movie so far? Do cause he think- had like a scope and everything. And at some point, um, 
Meg Ryan shows up. That's all I really remember about it. Anyway, do you think Sounds David like a movie Fincher Meg Ryan would show yeah, up? Do you yeah. think David Fincher pulled straight from that movie for this one? Yeah, from that scene, I was like, I think he ripped this off. He cowboyed yeah. this. He must have watched Addicted to Love recently. Yeah. Well, it's that's... the Shia LaBeouf movie. That's the one he ripped off. Furry? Uh, yes. <laughs> Furry. Furry. <laughs> Uh, was it was it Eagle Eye or Suburbia? You know, Eagle rip Eye. off. Uh, no, Eagle not Eagle Eye. Eye. Suburbia. Disturbia. Disturbia. Like oh, the Rihanna song yes. that came out about the same time. Yes. Yeah, and that movie didn't rip off another movie. So, absolutely not. Did not. Um. So yeah, that's gonna do it for us here at the Cine Boys for three big things. I'm really glad you guys were able to join me today. Um. And yeah, I mean the. My notes here say outro and plugs, and usually I leave that to our guests, but I mean, we're the Cineboys podcast. You can follow us anywhere podcasts can be found, so be sure to listen to us. Uh, also, you can watch our videos on demand on YouTube, which is youtube.com slash corkbats. And then, yeah, follow us on social media at Cineboys on Twitter and Instagram, and also be sure to follow corkbats on Twitter and Instagram at corkbats. Um, that's going to do it. You guys got anything else you want to say? Fire Mo. Go Chiefs. Fire Mo. Go Chiefs. Oh. Fire Mo. Go Chiefs. I just have to wait for the song to end. Bada, 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 bada.